Hello and welcome to another episode of TWSS. That's what she said with Zach and Nicole. Awesome. <laughs> Did I sound more poppy? <laughs> I don't know. You were just you were just on it today. You really really got on it. I'm I'm trying to up it. Um, all right, let's get right to it. So. Wonder Woman 84 has been delayed indefinitely via Warner Bros. Warner Brothers Studio. Hmm. And what? I'm Is that because it's it. been delayed? I'm not I know. About it, well, so rumor has it that I, from what I've seen, I've seen it I've seen the date of Christmas. So I think it okay. might get released around Christmas. I don't know. I I could be seeing things, but that that's what I've seen um, more recently since it it was announced, and then literally, I think, like, a couple hours later, the next day, it was announced Christmas. Okay. So, we'll see. Um, Sony won't release major films in a $200 million budget until movie theaters are operating at significant capacity, which this makes sense. And I, I mean, I'm not going to say anything bad about it because it's whatever the company wants to do especially since all these other films like Mulan has not been doing well mm-hmm. um Tenet Tenet did well Tenet made about 200 million so far internationally and domestic um I mean it's, it's a Sony move it's whatever they want to do so that means that we probably will I don't even know what Sony is technically I don't know what Morbius films will be missing out on oh boo um, I'm so sorry <laughs> that was so negative other really big films that they have on the pipeline that we'll miss out on um, with this. So that's really going to suck. No, I, 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 I agree. And I think with um, Morbius, I was looking forward to it, but honestly, I'm not like overly excited to see it. So we'll just have to wait to see. We'll be missing... Morbius, Ghostbusters, Afterlife, and Venom. Let there be carnage. Oh, yep. I'll miss Venom and Ghostbusters. That this Ghostbusters actually looks good. Um, Ewan McGregor confirms Kenobi will be a limited one-season series, which I think you were saying that you are actually all for this. That you really think it's better this way. Yeah, I do. Uh, because it means that it gives Ewan McGregor the and the cast the ability to just really nail a great season. Um, probably also makes episodes longer. Um, and also, I just think it's more exciting for it to be a, a one-time deal. Because I think the storylines get stale after a while if there's no ability to kind of expand it um and it allows everybody involved to kind of figure out do they want to stay with it do they want to do something else i mean there's no well we also don't we only know it's a limited one season series but we don't know if it's going to be like six episodes eight episodes ten right. like we we have no idea. We have no idea fans are just they're all for this i mean who knows like it could be um, eight episodes an hour long which is great or it could be you know 45 oh, minutes 22 fantastic. episodes a season i don't care i'm down for it either way as long as Kenobi gets his, gets his time gets to shine. His shine, man. That's all I care about. You know, make for the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Love you, Disney. Um, Disney is set to reboot a Doogie Howser series, which I don't know too much about, but I did see this on Twitter, and a lot of fans were very for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see what they do, who they cast. It was only just announced. Yeah. According to... Oh, I can't talk about this. Ha! Another one! <laughs> Back again? 
I saw the I saw the three letters. I was like, crap. Uh, I got you. Go for it, Zach. You can talk. Don't do that. That was a really bad. That was terrible. <laughs> Don't do that. Anywho, I, I... according to MCU Direct, Disney may move Black Widow from its November sixth release date. Do you like what I put in the parentheses? You have to read what's in the parentheses. Nicole wrote, ugh. <laughs> no, you have to read it with more emphasis. What more emphasis do you need with ugh? Is that better? It more ugh? Of a, no, it was more of a ugh. Whatever. Anywho. It's frustrated ugh. It's sad, <laughs> but it has to happen, so can't, can't say anything else besides that. In other news, Jonathan Majors was cast as Kang in Ant-Man 3. So that's super exciting. Um, Everyone's saying it's kind of crazy to have a fantastic full villain in Ant-Man. And it kind of supports Nicole's theory that we would get a fantastic full villain in the next Ant-Man. However... However, I think that this might be a sort of a Thanos move where we'll get bits of Kang and like end credits leading up to a possible Fantastic Four movie. And then we'll get to experience the full breadth of the character. But I haven't seen Jonathan Majors in in, uh, Lovecraft Country yet. That's on my list. I will be watching it by the end of the week. But I've heard he's an amazing actor, and I'm sure he's going to kill it. So I'm really looking forward to that. Anyways. <laughs> this is the last episode, and then next week, it's all... It's on next week, yeah. Ca- it's all catch-up for Nicole. Just letting the fans know. Um, so expect, like, 40 minutes, maybe less. I um, hope not. Oh, I, <laughs> so I had to add this in because you added the clip. Hercules, I was wrong again, and I'm happy I didn't bet this. And I went back to the clip, and I said a month. So. You didn't say a month. I did. I said, okay, I'm not. I I manifested a week. Yeah, you manifested a week. But then I said, okay, I'll be more realistic and optimistic and say a month. (laughs) Watch the clip back. I don't like it. (laughs) Anyways. All right, so DC Phantom Part 2 happened on Saturday. Yeah. I did not watch, I'll admit. I saw, like, updated pictures, but I didn't, I didn't watch. So what happened was, so I had worked. What happened? So I had worked, so I missed maybe the first 45 minutes of it. Then I got on, and then apparently fandom crashed. So all of <laughs> yeah, the content me. was, like, available. And I was like, okay, so what do I do now? Because, you know, in for part one, it was just you watch the stream and every new episode kept coming and, you know, you get to watch everything. And then you could, like, jump off and do something else and then jump back in at the appropriate time to see whatever it is that you wanted to see for that week, you know? But at this point, it was like, pick and choose whatever you want. And I was kind of like, I don't know what I want yet because I'll confess... I don't really watch the TV series, DC series, so I was kind of out of my used to. depth at that point. But I was like, I'm willing to catch up and see what's going on. Uh, I saw Pennyworth, which looks really interesting, and what they're going to do for season two is going to be pretty cool. Uh, I caught up a little bit with Black Lightning, 
and I, I want to get into that show. Um, I was going to watch the Flash s- stuff, but I didn't. I missed Stargirl completely because I kind of just hopped off. So Stargirl yeah. is so good. Um, I will say I love Stargirl. I didn't know that this weekend was the show panel. Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped watching all the CW shows except for Supergirl. I stopped a while ago because they like just took off my favorite character and I was done. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Monel's not anymore. I don't yeah. care. Um, but yeah, Stargirl, I, I like. It was a good show. And I wish, and I, I'll probably catch up on the panel over YouTube. Um, but any more thoughts on fandom? Anything you wish would Great have happened? Great event. Uh, they kind of screwed themselves over with putting all the movies on one side and all the TV shows on the other. Although, I think it's actually, when you think about it, it's probably the best thing they could have done. But it also just made part two kind of weak. Um, and then the whole secret movie panel, I don't know if that even happened. Uh, I didn't see it. No, so, it didn't. Uh, you know, that's kind of sucks because we were hoping to see something cool and we didn't get that. But overall... Well, apparently the secret panel got taken off. Okay. but That's what I've heard. Overall, a great event. You know, super amazing. And it only boosts my faith that once we get a handle on COVID and this pandemic and we can all meet together again, that a fandom convention is on the on the cards. I definitely believe that's the next step because mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed all of this. Um, DC needs to get the act together as far as administration goes with all the stuff with Ray Fisher and everything. They need to get their act together there. But as far as the content they've put out, I think it's very strong. And they're making a tough challenge in the next, you know, four years on Marvel's territory. So we'll see what happens. Did you see that Jason Momoa put out a statement today saying that there was the Frosty news? Yeah. That that was just a, a, like, to distract people from the Ray Fisher thing that was going on? That's so sad. So Someone made that up just to get everyone like atten- everyone's attention, and Jason Momoa was like, "They need to know like what we went through." Yeah. Through reshoots, um, Dune trailer reactions. I will say, on my end, real quick, that I love the music. I just rewatched it, and I really liked it. What did you think? About Dune. Yeah, I, I like that the music was kind of ominous and that it was very like mysterious and it's something that I've never heard from a trailer before. Mm-hmm. Um, it really has me intrigued because I, I, I get chills at the same spot every time and that's whenever Josh Brolin comes up for some reason and I don't know mm-hmm. what it is. I think it's just like it's the, music. the way they filmed him mm-hmm. for the trailer. Mm-hmm. But it, it's honestly like, and I say this all the time, but it genuinely like, is a feel-good trailer that makes you want to see it because yeah. it's such... It's a three-minute teaser trailer. It's not really an official trailer because an official trailer would have more, like, dialogue, more comedic, all that stuff. But this trailer, like, this three minutes, I didn't gasp until I saw um, Josh Brolin. And I don't know why that is. That's a very weird, like, concept for me. But, like, the fact that when he popped up on, like... I don't know. It's it's weird for me, but like he pops up and I all of a sudden got chills. And it's not because I love him as a person or anything. It's just because like I guess the way the tr- the the camera goes 
get, goes on him. Mm. It's weird. But I, I think it's going to be an amazing feel-good movie. I, I read the comments, and all the comments are saying, okay, Dennis Villeneuve. 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 Um, sign me up. So I think that cur- the right director, an amazing cast. Yeah. It's going to be one of those films that you're just going to want to watch over and over again. And I'm interested to see when um, they release it next year, if it yeah. gets released next year. Uh, I love the trailer. It, but another thing I think about the trailer is um, if you don't know what's going on, you don't know what's going on. The, the trailer doesn't really clue you in too much as to what's about to happen and what the story is about. Um, and only now I've kind of, I, I, I partway through the original Dune movie. And so now I'm picking up what was in the trailer and kind of understanding what I saw. Um, honestly, they got the Avengers for this movie because that cast is They stacked. really did. I don't, I don't know how you get all those people in one room together, but I mean, that cast is ridiculous. And I love Denis Villeneuve's work. I've, I've loved his work for a long time, from Sicario till now. I've loved everything he's put out. So I know he's the right director for this, and he's even said, no, this was a passion project. This is something he's wanted to do since he was a kid. So he had uh, Blade Runner, which was like kind of a, an amazing opportunity for him, but to jump onto Dune was something he's always wanted to do. So I think that we're going to get one of the best movies. And I honestly don't think anyone does space and spectacle the way he does. And it makes it so clean, but also so massive. So I think that's really going to work well for Dune. Oh my Dune God, the camera shots were another, clean. like the camera angles were another thing I was obsessed with in the yeah. trailer because it first opens up and it's such a wide angle shot. Mm-hmm. And I was like taken aback because I have not seen like... I am a huge, huge when it comes to first shots Mm -hmm. since I took that film class. And when we talk about Tenet next, that's something that drew me in. But Dune, like, those shots were just incredible. Yeah. For a trailer. Yeah. Um, Any more thoughts on Dune before we move to Tenet? (laughs) It's going to be a big one. It's going to really... It's going to do some great things. Uh, I'm excited for people to see... Timothy Chalamet in a more serious role because this kind of it's kind of parallel to his work on The King I think The King is an amazing film people should watch The King but that's how I feel about Tom Holland like I think I I I think him and Tom Holland are going to be like those young celebrities to look out for in the next like five to ten years I I think (laughs) I think Timothy is better than Tom my opinion but we no, don't know. I mean, we, we don't. Ha- we still don't know what the what. You know, I'm waiting to see happen. him in the Devil of All Time. That's true. Yeah, it does. That's it what does I'm waiting depend for. On that performance before you know. But from that trailer, that. I think he's gonna do great. Yeah. Um, Tenet. Whew. Okay. Amazing. Well, you gave it a seven yesterday, so I. Okay. So I did give it a seven because that was the first time I've seen it mm-hmm. and I was still trying to grasp what the concept was until okay. I finally did and I'll let you do the spoiler review kind of thing. But mm-hmm. um, I have to say, favorite scene, I, I wanted to get that right out of the bat, was the car chase. It was kind of like that car scene. Like it just, I don't know what it was. I saw it in the trailer and mm-hmm. it, it drew me in and I was like, okay, I can't wait to see what this scene looks like Mm. 
and it did not fail. Um, oh, Robert Pattinson. I, I genuinely smiled so big and so loud. Like my friend, my friend Cassie looked at me <laughs> and I was smiling so big because I was just happy to see him in like another project. I, ha I haven't seen any of his recent films. Shut up. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to give John David Washington a good review, too. But John David Washington, um, he did really amazing. Honestly, like we even said it after the film that he reminded us of his father, Denzel Washington, throughout the whole thing. Like a couple of his stances, like he does this with his hands at one point, And I was like, Denzel? Like... Yeah. It was a, a mimic, like a, a complete copy of him. Um, but not comparing him to Denzel Washington, but acting-wise, John David Washington blew it out of the park. There were a couple moments for me where I was kind of like, okay, I think that's just how the script is or that's how like he took the character. But both actors were amazing. They really stepped up their game. Um, uh, the music, the... The, the score was completely amazing. Like, it, that's what kind of took me back, too. Mm -hmm. Like, watching certain scenes, like the music. Like, I honestly forgot the music was there at one point, and I had to, like, tune out the, the dialogue to listen. Mm -hmm. And, again, there, it was just a good movie. Like, I, I give it a 7 out of 10. I think next time I see it, I'll give it a higher rating. I think it's just because the beginning for me was too slow. Yeah, the beginning was slow. Um, I, I don't know. I... I the beginning was slow, but the first scene was crazy. Oh my god, the first scene was wild. The first scene was wild, but the beginning was slow. And I think it had to be slow because it's about to establish something so mind-bending that you kind of need that opportunity to catch up with the film. Or at least understand... Yes the foundation of the film before going in. Because if you miss the foundation of the film, the film is utterly confusing. But you just have to stay with it. If anyone is going to watch Tenant, I would encourage you to just pay attention and watch out for different Easter eggs because it's laden with things and callbacks. So if you miss yeah. those callbacks, you can be can easily confused. I gave it an 8.5. Which I started realizing halfway yeah. through the film. Like, I think the first 40 minutes, I was kind of like, okay, I think this is going to come back because this seems important, and then it mm -hmm. did. Yeah. Yeah, I gave it an 8.5 because I was able to follow it the whole way through, so I just enjoyed the whole way Some through. Some of us did not have that ability. <laughs> Again, I think... If, I was trying to figure out why, why I was able to understand it the whole way through. And I think, one, it's because of a discussion I had with a friend in college about time. And two, I think because when you go into watching a Christopher Nolan film, I think you have to go in with an open mind and with an idea that you are going to be completely and utterly confused at the end and not sure what you're going to see. So I think if you go in with that mindset and say, okay... I'm going in to watch something that is going to bend my mind, something that's obviously going to be about time. It's going to be some sort of physics-related element to this film. And um, it's going to be about timelines and, and seeing how timelines work. Because 
that's how I followed with it. I was like, okay, so this person's on this timeline and this person's on this timeline, and then which is where I was eventually yeah. too, because it it got to me. And spoiler alert, I'll start one of the spoilers. Um, when they were in that interrogation room, like when it was blue and red, mm-hmm. that's when I kind of started realizing, okay, and I know that was kind of like an hour and a half into the film, yeah. or maybe an hour, but that's when I was like, okay. They're on two different time warps because then you hear like the gurgle or you yeah. hear like just muffles. Yeah. And then I was, and then I, in my head, I said, okay, he's in one time and he's in another because it looks like he knows that this has already happened yeah. and that he's just doing this. Yeah. So that's when it kind of clicked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cassie, I want to really quick throw out her thing. She said, she sent me a text. Um, her rating was the same as mine, seven out of 10. We both had the same opinion that she said the beginning was too slow for her. Um, she wants to watch it again with subtitles, so maybe yes, in the future probably absolutely. with subtitles, which I would recommend absolutely. if you want to see this a couple times, because as much as I love my British characters, there was like some words you could not make out, and I think when he was talking to Michael Caine, mm-hmm. that's when I kind of lost my, not interest, but I lost like what the scene was about, because I couldn't understand at first we were on this time, uh, first we were on this heist, and then all of a sudden it was about a painting, mm. so I was a tad confused but i mean it got yeah. it got clarified or yeah. cleared up there, but um i i agree with that because there were elements if even when john david washington was speaking or or when priya was speaking or you know somebody was just kind of low or maybe the the music swelled over the dialogue and so you just missed yeah. part of the dialogue and especially for a movie a christopher nolan movie the dialogue is important because it clues you into what's about to happen so if you miss Cause he's that, all about character and he's all about, all about dialogue yeah. he's not action he and which is what i learned last night <laughs> yeah so i i definitely need to see it with subtitles i think a second rewatch will help but yes for me i would be going in to watch this rewatch to pick out easter eggs that i missed during me too the film because it wasn't until i got home and i watched an explanation video that i finally caught on to the ending part that I was a little bit confused on. Like, I got it, but it was, like, an element that I was, like, I still don't understand what happened. But, I yeah. will say real quick, and this it's, is another spoiler. Uh, it's crazy. So, I guess, the kind of the way I was able to understand it was based on two different concepts of time that I've, my friend has discussed with me. So, I and most of the world believe that time is linear. It goes from A to B. While my friend, he believes at times like a cylinder, like a circle. In the sense that you've already lived everything. You know, you've lived, you've died, you've had kids, you've done everything. Everything's already happened. And it's only that your your conscious mind is now picking up where your unconscious was going through. And that's your experiences and that's how your living life is. That your conscious mind is now kind of dipping back. And that's why he's saying, you know, like, that's why you, when you get deja vu and you're like, oh, some of these things already happened before. That's because it did happen before. And it's just now your conscious mind is picking up on the fact that this thing already happened. Tenet plays on multiple different versions of time theory. So it starts with like a time theory where it's like past to future. You know, you, that's how time works. Then it jumps into B time theory where time's cyclical is a cycle and it everything's already happened and then it jumps into c time theory 
So it gets very confusing after a while because you're like... We're using a lot of the alphabet. Yeah. So like B-time theory is like time has no direction. Okay. So it, it doesn't matter which way it goes, you know. And then C-time theory is like it's a cycle and, and you know, you're just picking into different points in time. So because of that, it becomes really confusing because now you're thinking, okay, this is one thing. Like I like at the spoiler alert. So like for instance, Neil at the end. I realized later on in the, the explanation that when Neil says this is the end of a beautiful friendship, he's like misquoting Casablanca, or he's like rephrasing, paraphrasing Casablanca. Neil's gonna die for real at the end of that moment. That's why he's like, this is the end of a beautiful friendship, because Neil's on a reverse timeline, going. Yeah. Neil has to go back in time to die to save Washington. Really? Yeah. So remember that guy on the floor? At what point? So remember the cage? The cage with the oh, bomb? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a guy on the floor. And oh, yeah, that's like, him. And it was like, you need to touch him for a grenade or something. That's Neil. Yes. At the end. That's Neil dead. Oh, no, Neil's I knew done. that. Yeah. So when he's like, I ha he has to finish that part he has to go back in time to that part so even like neil knew so at any given time during the movie there's three realities happening at the same time that's why it's confusing you've got your present to future timeline you've got your future to past timeline and then you've got your present timeline as you as an individual experiencing time at that given moment and so that's why it's confusing because neil sees himself and then he's like, okay, so that's me, and I'm on the other side, then I have to experience that situation. So it's just kind of crazy that way, as, as you see characters who have experienced things or are, are yet to experiencing things, or they're in that current moment of time experiencing what's happening in that current moment. It's, it's so confusing. But it's kind of cool when you think about it, like... I enjoyed it though. I thought it was a fantastic film. It's so it's so good. I like I it's it's how do how do I how was I explaining it the other day? It's like Inception meets the Prestige, or like because it's a loop within a loop within a loop. That's really what it is. It's like, <laughs> didn't you say this was your favorite Christopher Nolan film? I said it's up there. It's one of my top. Christopher Nolan films. I would say that too. I would say it's one of my top three. I would, I would say it for me it goes The Dark Knight. Yes. Inception, The Prestige, and then this. And I think this makes a running for The Prestige. I have to see it one more time because The Prestige was just crazy. But I I I got The Prestige the whole way through. This one I have to see. That. I still need a little bit of time to think about it a little bit more. But it's this that this is definitely a four or. A Close third for me as like top, top Christopher Nolan films. I have to see the Prestige. I was told so to watch good. that film. It's so good. Oh my god! It's so Kyle good. was telling me about it. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that uh, Tenet kind of gets some nominations because I think it's deserved. I'm hoping it comes out on VOD soon because I have I have to like I want to go frame by frame and kind of pick things out and I. I know if I went and paid 
to go to a movie theater again to go see it, I'm not going to catch that. And so I would say I need November that. is your best option. Yeah, I'm going to wait and watch it again and just kind of pick it apart a little bit more. Um, because there's so many bits that I'm sure that I missed. There's things that I think happened that just because I wasn't aware of it that I missed. So yeah. I, I would like no, I'm to, sure. to go back and check those out. But yeah, great film. And if you can go see it, if, if, if you're prepared Highly to go recommend. see it, go see it. Um, but if you want to wait, wait for it. It's, it's a really good one. Honestly, it was worth the hype for me. At first it wasn't, and then I got into it. But I definitely think that if you want to go see it, you should. But any any final thoughts on anything we talked about? Uh... No, I, it's been yeah. a really cool moment for movies and I'm really happy it, that I'm kind of back on my viewing-ish because same. I was able to get my HBO subscription back and got my Netflix oh, back yay. for the next month. I've been binging The West Wing, <laughs> so I'm really happy about that. You I know. thought about binging that. Oh, West Wing's good. It's, it, is it? My issue is it's too clean right now like episodes end on a nice bow and although i like that i like when sorkin doesn't end it on a nice bow i like it when he's kind of weird and jaggedy and it's not neat like you know i like that so i'm waiting for maybe that gets into like a season two where that kind of happens but um it's a great show it's really moving and characters are very entertaining and lovable and and, and you know it's it's really good but it's like classic 90s TV. It feels like a 90s TV show. I'm actually giving Lucifer a, like a 10th try. So I'm actually really... try. I haven't been able to get through it. But now I'm in season two. So I'm kind of loving it. But That's cool. um, I mean, honestly, I don't really have any final thoughts other than um, if you feel comfortable enough to go to a movie theater, I would definitely go see a couple films um, yeah. or at least like Tenet. Or honestly, I've heard New Mutants was pretty good. A lot of uh, one of my friends reached out to me and said that he liked it. He thought it was a really good film. So I'm just waiting to see what else comes out. But I just wanted to get out there and see Tenet. I mean, with the movie studios right now, it really depends. And, and honestly, I honestly feel... Be prepared to spend some money in the next three months because I'm sure Universal's going to create a platform and have their own movies sure. coming out. I'm sure that these major studios are going to produce platforms to push these movies out. So I think if you're not willing to spend a pretty penny in the next couple of weeks, you're going to miss out on some great films. But that's about it. Well... That was another episode of That's What She Said with Zach and Nicole. See you guys next time.